you have reached the voice mailbox of Game Thing Season 3 Simulators. You have 16 new messages. Monday, the 24th of October at 2:12 a.m. <coughs> hey, this is a message for Pippin Bar. I actually don't know your middle name, but this is David Jonathan Walensky returning. And we are returning to an all-new episode of Game Thing. Now, when we previously joined our heroes, we were playing Wolf Quest, and our time was cut tragically short there um, as we were about to embark as wolfy parents raising pups. And uh, this can maybe already give away what I'm about to pick because we emailed about the sort of concluding thought of what that idea means, and I want us to play Princess Maker Refine. We can add a fanfare later, maybe. Um, Princess Maker Refine came out in 2017. It's developed by CFK Co. Limited, and was published by Blissbrain. But the lineage is a little bit more complicated than that because I believe this is a remake of a game that originally came out in 1991. And uh, I'll just read some of the copy here from Wikipedia because the description on Steam is incomplete and there's an ellipse in the middle and I don't know what the rest of the description is and couldn't find it. Um, so from Wikipedia, so some citation may be needed. Uh, Princess Maker introduced the concept of, quote, raising your own daughter, end quote, to the genre of life simulation games, combining stat-raising elements with an interesting in-depth story as it follows the tale of a young girl adopted by a warrior and raised to become a lady. Uh, to clarify as an editor, I think they mean the young girl will be raised to become a lady and not the warrior. Um, and it also, Wikipedia continues, the phenomenal success of the first Princess Maker paved the way for Princess Maker 2, which is not a very helpful insight, and I don't know a lot about this game. Um, we said in the very beginning that simulators are a genre you and I don't particularly play, although we have been playing them for about three months now, including the episodes we did in the preseason. Uh, I think the lineage of what this game is and what its relationship is to its original state is a little complicated, more so than what I can glean from Wikipedia. And all I can really tell you is just within the genre of simulators, this is a series I have always heard about, always been curious about, and have never played. So I am also not a parent, and until we play this, I'm really not going to know what my questions are going in, but I will say, because you are a parent, um, you know, I mentioned uh, lineage before, which is a word that's appropriate here because this is about raising a child, and so I'm sure you've thought about these things. Uh, as a parent, I mean, I'm curious to hear like what you make of there being a, quote, win state in a game about raising your child, but, you know, for now my sort of home-based question is going to have to be the bigger questions I'm always wondering but never say out loud. I always sort of wonder... Uh, what are video games and also <laughs> why are they? So maybe Princess Maker Refine, I can pull the wool uh, up from my own eyes. I'm actually going to go scratch my eyes, uh, not out, but just at them a little bit. All right, I hope I don't get a scratch cornea. Okay, bye, Pippin. This is uh, David, by the way. Bye. Monday, the 24th of October at 2.10 p.m. Hello, David trying to reach you again, uh, but I'll just leave a message. 
So we're doing Paternalism Simulator, uh, aka Princess Maker Refine. Uh, it kind of makes my skin crawl almost instantly, uh, thinking about the idea of being an adoptive father telling a young girl what to do with her life constantly. But, you know, that's why we play the game. There might be more stuff in there, and hopefully there is more stuff in there that we can reflect on. Um, that will go beyond uh, the anticipated, you know, kind of underlying assumptions of the simulation around what young women should do with their lives and uh, what kind of a say their father should have in that. Uh, it takes me back to alter ego, of course, I think, you know, in terms of the idea of simulating a young life. Uh, here, the life of a princess, although it doesn't seem like you're actually a princess uh, or rather that your daughter at least starts out as a princess in the game. I guess it's going to be a, a possibility down the line. So a sort of, a, you know, some kind of normal life uh, that we are directing in this instance as a father telling his daughter how to live her life rather than as the person themselves. So, yeah, should be a goldmine of stuff that we can uh, probe at. Uh, I already see from a little bit of research uh, some of the kind of, you know, creepy stuff. Uh, for instance, I have learned that this edition features updated graphics and the removal of the undress cheat. So I'm kind of grateful for that. Uh, creepiness around young women not appreciated. Uh, also, I can see the kind of instrumentalizing that might be possible here if you perceive the game as something to be won kind of perfecting, uh, perfecting this young woman as her father. Again, super creepy, but from a guide, uh, somebody has noted that the change outfit option is believed to be useless, uh, but correct me if I'm wrong, end quote. So that idea of looking at the components of the game and determining uh, their usefulness based entirely on instrumental um, ideas. So yes, uh, I am a parent, so naturally I'll be very good at this. I don't have a 10-year-old uh, girl. Uh, Felix is uh, three years and eight months old, so I'm a bit behind. Uh, but, you know, this way we will both learn how to be excellent fathers. The trailer does have one good piece of advice I hope we follow, which is raise your daughter with love, David. Raise your daughter with love. Bye. Monday the 24th of October at 7.46 p.m. Hey, Pippin, it's David. I am glad you filled in some of the icky context for this game because uh, it all, of course, occurred to me after I missed you on my last call and left you a message and uh, did some more reading and it all started to come back to me. Um, and... You know, I don't think you and I need to apologize for what the game is and are going in to play it. Maybe a way to think about it, um, now that I have spent some time with it, is, you know, can this game be read as a simulator of parenting, or is it quote-unquote, merely a way to reconnect with what game publishers thought might be and then later proved to be popular 30 years ago in um, J 
Japan, or is there some sort of you know deeper meditation here on the futility of wanting to make your child be something that they have no real say in growing up? So let's get some more of the setup out of the way, and let's see what we can get out of this experience together. Uh, so yeah, in Princess Maker, you play as a unseen conquering hero who uh, destroyed and vanquished a demon, uh, excuse me, you vanquished a demon who destroyed the land and the king wants you to be his new general but you are no longer fit for battle. Uh, and so the king says, well why don't you go raise one of the many orphans? And then he gives you 500 gold and then the game <laughs> proceeds to nickel and dime you out of it, uh, which is maybe something we can get into too. So. Uh, everything costs money in this game, and the way money is spent in the game, and hopefully also earned, is by giving your daughter tasks to do to raise various uh, stats uh, that just seem to happen through uh, basically you being her assistant slash overseer of... Uh, I mean, basically, playing the game is a lot like just filling up your own Google calendar. And... Uh, you know, she's an orphan, and she can't seem to even speak for herself. We never even get an opportunity to ask what she wants out of life. Uh, even in the character selection process, uh, you get to decide what her blood type is and also her birthday. So, yeah, I'm, I think you've been playing it a bit longer than me by now. I'm going to be trying to catch up, but uh, yeah, Pippin, <laughs> let me know your thoughts. Tuesday, the 25th of October, at 12.33pm. Tuesday, the 25th of October, at 2.48pm. Hello, David. I have now put in a solid couple of hours of Princess Maker Refine, and... I mean, one thing we can say, and you you talked about this a little bit, is that there's this basic cycle uh, of play once you get going, which is at the start of every month, uh, you can have a conversation with your daughter where you can either usually uh, be gentle, uh, be firm, or lecture her, just like all good fathers uh, tend to approach their children. Uh, we can talk more about that. Uh, the other main, main thing that you do is you set her schedule, uh, which means that you set up three activities that she should do throughout the month in 10-day blocks, uh, and they fall into different categories. One is education, where she can work on various uh, stats by you paying tutors. Uh, one is that she can work and make some money in different jobs, like uh, being a lumberjack <laughs> uh, or volunteering at the church uh, and stuff like that. She can also rest, which uh, decreases her fatigue stat, as you might imagine, uh, but costs you money as she loafs around the town. Uh, and she can go on vacation. I guess you can take her on vacation, which is like a mega rest uh, and costs more money. Uh, one of the education options is errantry, which I would like to talk about more. Um, I'll leave it alone for right now. And of course, all of this is about stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Hard to say three times fast. Uh, it's all about building her stats in different categories. Uh, all of the different activities do different things. 
Uh, and most of this costs money, uh, you know, hiring tutors, giving her pocket money, etc. One of the weirdest things about the game uh, is you do get that 500 bucks at the beginning, and then for the rest of the game, she has to earn any money that uh, is going to be spent on her, which you seem to be spending on her. So I don't know where your money is and why you're not helping contribute to your daughter's uh, funds, but maybe you just believe in the value of hard work. Uh, there are also a bunch of items, uh, which I haven't used a lot of because I find it hard to make money, uh, which directly, uh, again, interface with the statistics. Uh, there's the Harvest Festival we should talk about. Um, and, you know, big question. Uh, what difference does it make that the game positions us as her father? Uh, you know, like it's important in the narrative of the game that we are the father and not just playing directly as her. But other than a couple of things, uh, noticeably... You know, when you give her your little monthly lecture, uh, and when you worry about her when she goes off on an adventure, what what is the point of being her father instead of just playing directly as this young woman, uh, which might arguably be more interesting and give her more agency, even if it's illusory. Uh, so in the end, you know, I I don't know. It doesn't really feel like parenting to me. I have a small child, and the thing that stands out is the dialogue with him and the surprises that I get from, you know, every single day talking to him and seeing what he does, and that's absent from this game. Um, the only thing I recognize is maybe the helplessness involved in, you know, you send your kid off to daycare or whatever, uh, and they just kind of do their own thing, uh, which is reflected in the daughter, sort of, you know, she's too tired to work some days and some days she works, and you don't really have much say in that. Um... So I don't know, is this maybe even a kind of a fantasy of how parents wish their lives could be with their children, that they could just schedule their children into soccer and extra algebra and calculus uh, and push them towards that great college that they've always wanted them to go to? Um, so was this your experience of being parented, David? Wednesday, the 26th of October, at 2.35 p.m. <clears throat> Hey Pippin, it's David. Uh, no, unless this is your way of uh, <laughs> trying to imply my parents raised me to be a princess. Uh, no, I mean this has no real resonance for me as anything remotely familiar to my experience uh, being raised uh, in the Chicago land area in the 1980s. Now to be fair, <laughs> Princess Baker Refine, the action takes place in the late 1600s. Uh, so my experience and your experience and indeed your child's experience may not be the best insight except as to say, well, uh, you know, look how far we have come in the last 400 years, uh, which out of the gate is just an interesting thing to think about uh, needing to access for a uh, simulator. What uh, Princess Maker Refine reminds me of more, I don't know if you've ever seen it, there was a movie that came out in the late 80s called Parenthood, which I guess got uh, made into a TV show later. It was directed by Ron Howard, and it was written by Babalu Mandel and Lowell Gans. Uh, there's a scene early on, it's just, it's a big ensemble cast uh, with Lots of characters, parents and children of all ages, so that as your life goes on, when you return to it, you sort of relate to different characters, and it's sort of as 
was a family favorite growing up and uh, try to watch it every couple of years. And um, very early on, there's a scene with, I believe, Rick Moranis, and I should have looked up who plays his wife, but uh, they play the types of parents where they literally, in the film with their kid, are, are, are parceling out, you know, when the 30 minutes a week their children are allowed to listen to NPR is, they're never allowed to watch TV. Um, you know, I knew kids like that growing up. I, that was not my experience. I mean, my house was the house the kids <laughs> came over to to uh, disregard those rules and to be exposed to anything as we saw fit and perhaps some regret there. Uh, I, I, by that, I just mean like, you know, I remember seeing Alien when I was like six or seven or something, just things too early, too young. Uh, and I, you know, I don't really see... I mean, that's like the closest thing I can think of, of like what Princess Maker Refine reminds me of. And it also sort of, in a grotesque way, reminds me of, this is a Tamagotchi minus the expectation of death and digital feces or even an alarm function. So, yeah, this is a game where you play as a girl's father, but uh, you also play in this context of, as I mentioned in an earlier call, you know, this is just right after the devastation of the town by a 3,000 strong demon army and nobody in the game world is traumatized and in fact everyone in the world seems set up to just torment your orphan uh, even with the king's support behind you um, I mean like the closest you can get to sort of figuring out what's going on and how good of a job you're doing raising is you have the opportunity to go to go into uh to go into town and hear people say what they've heard about your daughter's reputation as you're raising her from ages 10 to 18. Uh, so i mean one thing i did notice is it's 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 interesting as you go along your daughter's skills atrophy as you level um but i'm still sort of getting my head around what's going on. Uh, where are you at, Pippin? Wednesday, the 26th of October, at 4.15pm. Hey, Davey boy. Uh, my daughter, who is called Pelicia, <laughs> uh, with a P by mistake, because I thought it was an F, and I was trying to name her after Felix. So, Felicia, but she's Pelicia. Uh, she's 13 and a half or something now, so I am getting through it. I read somewhere that you could finish this game in three and a half hours, but I honestly don't know how that's possible. Um, it's taken, I've played it for at least three and a half hours now, and she's only 13 and a half. Uh, not to complain. Uh, stats go up, stats go down. Uh, activities that you can do change your stats, and the stats change the activities you can do. And of course, ultimately, uh, to some extent, the point of all of this is that the stats that you have at the end uh, when your daughter turns, I guess, 18 are the thing that determine the ending, her future, just like in real life. <laughs> uh, and one of the things that makes me think about is just um, if there were the Black Mirror universe where I could pair uh, my son Felix with an iPad app and it would tell me, you know, his current statistics on fatigue, strength, wisdom, guts, uh, and so on. Would it change how I parented uh, and related to him? I mean, yeah. How could you not 
uh, fret about a low stat uh, in your child and want to figure out what he needs to do to, to bump it up. Uh, as soon as you start thinking about life in numbers, um, I think that they they tend to dominate. I I just don't see how they how they couldn't. And so I think there's a sense in which this is a game about the quantified self, which I don't know if that's as sexy now as it was um, a few years ago. But you know, the idea that it is worthwhile and exciting uh, to track statistics about your life, you know your heart rate every day and how many hours you sleep and all of that so that you can um, master your life. So in that way, the game is almost like a sort of speculative fiction about a really, really full-on version of the quantified self. Um, maybe that's interesting. It also kind of makes me think of Westworld somehow, like she's a robot and we're a robot maker. <laughs> and we're kind of <clears throat> sending her out into the simulated world and tweaking her numbers to to try and make her into the the thing that we're looking for. Um, all while not really knowing what we're looking for, because the game doesn't tell you what the endings are. Uh, so you don't actually know where you're headed. Um, but I guess most importantly, uh, the game seems really dehumanizing. Uh, maybe on purpose, I really don't know. It seems like a really weird way to think about uh, being a parent. Um... And as you said, like, I think that there's some resonance with, you know, those parents who are fixated on quantifiable achievements uh, for their children and kind of driving towards those numbers, I guess, because it's, you know, it's reassuring. You kind of know that you're doing well uh, or that you're making them do well. Um, but it doesn't seem conducive to having a relationship. And so I guess one of my big questions, uh, maybe you can answer this, uh, is what, do you, what, what, the, what were the designers thinking was fun about this um, and one of my answers I think is that it's kind of like an idol game uh, before idol games existed uh, and that it's sort of maybe meant to be relaxing uh, to watch life pass before your eyes um, I don't know that I'm finding it relaxing uh, how about you Wednesday the 26th of October at 8.55pm <laughs> Pippin, when did fun enter it for us? I am uh, calling you back again in the same day uh, to report that my daughter, <laughs> Jessica, is 13, and I am not very good at this. Uh, I, uh, some of it might be a localization thing. I am repeatedly being told <laughs> Jessica is going astray. Uh, she's frequently falling ill. I am powerless to help her, and I am unable to do anything. And uh, most meaningfully, in the context of Princess Maker Refine, no one in town <laughs> will hire her. Uh, and I don't know what to do to remedy this situation, but she has spent about two of her uh, three years under my care in this sorry state, which means I have watched each and every one of her all-important stats that I think will be important uh, to build a future and uh, for her to uh, find a way in life to build upon. They're all stuck at zero, and so that means I can't get hired to do any jobs, which means I'm stuck in a, in a, in a loop here. And 
<coughs> part of me was really tempted to just bail, start over again, or maybe explore uh, one of the other uh, Princess Baker titles I have in my uh, Steam library when I scoop this up for game thing. Uh, but I am determined to see this through to the end. I still don't know what it means she's going astray, but everyone in town <laughs> knows about it and keeps talking about it. And I, I have a couple of thoughts. I haven't really made a lot of progress, although she has aged two years since I last called. Uh, you know, maybe... So I think like maybe in the name is a bit of a suggestion of like what we're going for here, which is we want to raise a refined daughter and of course you know this being an old school game there is no tutorial all the text that you have in the game is hard to parse uh, and I'm playing on Steam Deck which means a lot of the fields sort of run off of the screen and a lot of things are question marks that maybe shouldn't be so I'm not gonna blame it on that this is still all on me uh, you know uh, I mean I am NOT a parent but I would guess being a parent there is some reasonable facsimile here if you don't know the rules and you will make mistakes. Uh, but I also think that in a way this game seems to be a meditation on how repetitive and meaningless everything is in adult life and what better time to beat that into your child's life than at age 10 as a single uh, parent who's too wounded to uh, re-enter the army as the king wanted. So maybe he's punishing you for not doing as he wished. Uh, but then, you know, I think about it, too, and it's like, well, maybe unintentionally this is, like, a satire of how the cards are stacked against you if you're not in the ruling class. Uh, I think that's us just sort of projecting our movie onto its blank screen. I don't really think that's what's going on here. Uh, but you wanted to uh, talk about the Harvest Festival, which uh, I think you have to bribe people to win. But why don't we hang our hat on there as we shrug our way into oblivion. <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be fun. You tell me, man. <laughs> Later, Pippin. Bye! Thursday, the 27th of October, at 1.19am. Friday, the 28th of October, at 11.20am. Greetings, fellow father. It is I, Pippin Bar, father of Pelisha, who is now uh, past 15 years old, so I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, I do believe I will finish this game. Um, quick point of order, I guess, is I'm pretty sure that the refine in the title, uh, and maybe you were joking, but that the refine in the title refers to uh, it being a remastered edition with improved graphics and improved sound and less nakedness. No nakedness. Um, but it is interesting to think about it as an objective being to have a refined daughter. Though I will say I think one of the things I, I think I appreciate about the game, and it's one of the qualities of these games that have multiple endings, this one has many, is that sense that the game accounts for not being refined, in a, at least in a conventional sense. You know, your daughter can be a warrior who uh, kicks everyone's ass in a martial arts competition and goes out and beats a JRPG uh, in just outside the suburbs. <laughs> um, so the Harvest Festival, yes, 
uh, sounds like you're struggling a little bit. I, I've managed to win two different categories of the Harvest Festival. One uh, through just grinding on grace stat points, um, and the other by bribing people, which did work. I was kind of pleased that it was money well spent. Uh, but I think I guess that the the festival. I mean, we could talk about the festival itself uh, and what it says about what this game. Uh, is trying to communicate about what young women should be doing with their lives and aiming for, but it's at the very least it's one of these kind of the buck stops here moments of your statistics because you can literally win or lose a prize based on your stats to that point. Uh, and it points obviously to the idea that there is some kind of skillful play uh, involved in raising your daughter skillfully. The way I have approached that <laughs> is that pretty early on I read a strategy guide. Uh, I advise you to do the same thing. And one good thing about that is if you do take a look, uh, the main strategy guide I found on the Steam uh, forums unpacks every single statistical change that can happen uh, based on your various jobs and activities. Uh, and that might be just interesting to poke around at, like, you know, like, like we've said before, the assumptions that underlie the, the model of the world that we have here. They're, they're completely naked, right, because the game is so numbers-oriented. Uh, so I'd like to do that. Uh, I hope you can win a Harvest Festival. I'm sorry that you're caught in a death loop of uh, penury and, uh, and squalor and zero statistics. <laughs> I'm sure you can dig yourself out. It's, uh, it's doable. Make sure you buy the plush toy repeatedly uh, instead of letting her rest. God forbid she should rest. Final thought, just to, to tickle in a different uh, direction. <laughs> Uh, what a horrible verb. Um, one of the things I was thinking about today as I was grinding my way through the game uh, with a lack of enthusiasm was it's football season right now, uh, American football, uh, which I watch uh, for my sins or pay attention to. Um, and I wondered if this was a game where I was the coach of a football player and I was helping uh, guide their decision-making about training and, you know, how to play in the game and stuff and their statistics similarly rose and it could be, you know, let's say it's the same game with different pictures and different words. Uh, would I be more engaged? Uh, and I think the answer is yeah. Um, is there a reskin of this that you could imagine being into despite having the same uh, grindy gameplay? Bah, bye. Friday, the 28th of October at 8.48 p.m. Hey, Pippin. I am out and about at the intersection of Floristan and Fair Park and looking at mountains and palm trees right now. Uh, good question. Good observations. I, as you may be likely new, I have not been checking out strategy guides and uh, I have a whole tale of woe of what became of my daughter when I finished my first playthrough yesterday and uh, began another, and I've actually gone off and played several other uh, Princess Maker games, so I have some insight into like what becomes of the series, and there's another one, <laughs> I'm not home so I don't have my notes in front of me, yeah, but you know, there's another one with Queen in the title where they do away with uh they do away with the plot of a demon army destroying the land and you as the righteous vanquisher saving the day and the fourth one 
Uh, I think it's the fourth one. Uh, there's just a humbler plot of <laughs> your your mother, uh, the, the the daughter's mother died in mysterious uh, circumstances. I didn't get in far enough long to learn what happened because uh, my princess got murdered on the way to a birthday party <laughs> in a wagon. Um, but that game is actually structured very differently to this. Because uh, it's more about you fill her days with two activities and you know, you just basically reminded me of The Crown, you know, maybe unsurprisingly, in the way that that show looks at, which I'm more into than American football, by the way. <laughs> uh, that, that um, you know, the game is more about the, the courtly education, and it's sort of more of a choose-your-own-adventure game where you're telling her what to do all the time and then on the weekends there's like other activities and based on what you've learned it can make different things happen in the story but i too have thought of the similarity to a sports game in this like strange way where you're the girl's unseen father or caregiver but you're also her assistant but you're also her boss but she can go rogue uh as Jessica was doing earlier for me in a previous game. So I don't really have a, like a concrete thought on like how I would reskin the game. Uh, but one thing that only occurred to me when I finished one playthrough is it's right there in front of you what the game is about. Demons and the righteous path. And it's actually been getting me thinking a lot about um morality systems in video games and you know we've all had this experience of playing different games where it's very binary you know you do a good thing you do a bad thing you know what it is going in whereas in princess maker refine you know like you said you can see under the hood what it's doing and how it's judging you so what i've really been thinking about is morality systems in games and <laughs> a simulator judging me and my actions. So usually it's to define my character, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Princess Maker is uh, judging me. Are you feeling similar, or is your skin still crawling? All right, bye. Friday, the 28th of October, at 10.27 p.m. Good evening, uh, David Wonski. I... I join you not from out and about, but from my bathroom. <laughs> this is the only room I could find uh, to record in at this incredibly late hour of 10.23. Um, is my skin still crawling about the game? I mean, no, only because I, I guess I'm making less of an effort to... Um, pay attention to those aspects of the game. There's only so much you can be confronted with how uh, kind of problematic at every level <laughs> the game is uh, in its portrayal of father-daughter relationships and women's um, lives. Although more on that in a second. Um, so I, I pretty much just committed to the numbers. That was how I kind of got myself through the game. So Palicia uh, has now turned 18. I finished that run 
and her outcome was that she married into some low-level nobility. Uh, and because she is super elegant, uh, because I made her that way, um, because it was the easiest thing I could find to do, um, she helped the family to become more successful. So sort of a, a bit of a meh ending. Basically, she was a good wife, um, which is kind of what I was expecting out of the game. Uh, and it's kind of... It interests me that I ended up with that ending because you don't have to have that ending. That's the kind of elegance-oriented ending. Uh, I looked at, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the guide with some frequency. She uh, could have ended up being a, the general, like her dad. That's kind of cool. Uh, she could have been an alchemist. Uh, she could have been some really terrible um, things as well. Um, but there are endings to this game, uh, depending on where you focus attention, uh, that are less painfully sexist than maybe the game kind of seems like they would all be. Uh, would I play again to get one of those endings? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I can handle uh, playing through it all the way again. Um, I may prove myself wrong. Um, she did win the Harvest Festival in her 18th year, which felt significant to me. And I do think, um, even in the, the, the sort of underwhelming way that they tell her story at the end, there is this pointer towards how this can be a storytelling game, as in a kind of a tool for storytelling. Something like uh, Dwarf Fortress is very good at that, right? Like a big part of playing that game is retelling the things that happened. And I, th I think that Princess Maker Refine has some of that. It just, it just doesn't lean into it as hard as it, um, as it could. Um, for what it's worth, uh, I really, <laughs> I really like my football reskin of this game design. Uh, I like it so much I have literally thought today about whether I would make it uh, so I could play it. I think I would mix in a little more psychodrama around the father-athlete relationship, like, um, you know, inspired by sports dads like Richard Williams, uh, father of Venus and Serena, or uh, Earl Woods, father of Tiger, etc. But keeping all of that, those numbers kind of changing the same, and the idea of activities and training schedules, uh, I would I would play that game, and I it, I guess that that tells me a I mean that I'm satisfied by number crunching games, but b um, I guess what Princess Maker Refine is doing under the hood is kind of it's compelling, um, and that idea again of a continual story that you're telling yourself about how the numbers are changing is quite powerful. Um, so maybe, unbelievably, this game uh, has some good bones under the hood. Is that possible, David? Saturday, the 29th of October, at 3.16am. Hey, Pippin. I am home, laying in bed, and as often at this time of night, my thoughts turn to Princess Maker Refine. And I think absolutely there could be some good bones under a weird hood um, bones and hoods comes in all shapes and sizes and uh, you know like Forrest Gump once said uh, you can't always judge a bone by the hood that's uh, uh, you, you, you know Forrest Grump. Forrest Grump. It was a movie. And uh, I should clarify uh, an earlier message I made. So it's called For <laughs> Princess Maker. Uh, Long Live the Queen is the one I was talking about. 
Um, the fourth one I realized was in my notes because I had done some reading and saw... This sort of sums up, I think, what's like at the core of Princess Maker. There's an ending in 4. I don't know if it's still in the American U.S. version. We've been playing the westernized version. Uh, you can marry your daughter in Princess Maker 4, which is... Uh, uh, you know, it's creepy, and then you realize, well, I guess you're not related to her, but I think that uh, is sort of what's under the hood, or that's like what's on top of the bones you're talking about. Um, but I think what's like kind of surprising is through this lens of simulators, um, you know, your mind went there, my mind went there, but you're talking about like uh, you know, in tennis, you were talking about, like, the, the, the tennis royal family. Um, and, I mean, it's been such a well-tried, worn-out topic of can games make you feel empathy? And it's just, it's just interesting that uh, our minds both went there of looking for where does this dynamic seem familiar of. Um, and in Long Live the Queen, that's like a bigger moral verge pressure of you can have your daughter um, do what she's quote-unquote supposed to be doing in the royal court uh, where there's like way more descriptive language of what the experience of what you're having her doing is doing to her and you have to manage her mood. And there's just way more insight into, like, the ways she's feeling pressured, um, the way she's feeling lonely and afraid or angry. Um, I mean, I guess it's hinted at, but we have to really fill in a lot in Princess Maker Refine, which I guess fills in more than, you know, whatever the original 1991 version of the game was doing. Um, but I feel like the natural question there is this search and recognition of patterns that sort of rhyme with our world today. I mean, is that something we're bringing in as player human baggage, or is this something that under the, the hood and the bones, is this like the horn inside, is this the actual noise and the signal that the game is sending out that, you know, it's reminiscent of these other things we recognize and sort of the closest thing we have to royals today, which would be, you know, celebrities and athletes. So, all right, I'm going to go to sleep and smile thinking of Princess Maker all night. I'll talk to you tomorrow or soon. Bye, Pippin. Saturday, the 29th of October at 11.42 a.m. Saturday, the 29th of October at 1.19 p.m. Hey, DVD. Uh, do people call you that? Or people call David in general? Probably not. Uh, the car metaphor is officially out of control. The horn under the hood? I had a trouble visualizing that until you made it clear that it was the horn that uh, the car makes noise with. Uh, but okay, Forrest, Forrest Grump. It's going to do what he's going to do, I guess. That question of what's really there in a game is a tough one, right? It's kind of the domain of aesthetic theory and philosophy, which I am no expert in. Uh, but at the very least, we can say that the game 
has elicited all these thoughts, uh, we wouldn't have thought them otherwise. So it is a tool for thinking at a minimum. And I guess the final thing I wanted to just quickly profile, because uh, I, I mentioned I mentioned it earlier, is that kind of very explicit uh, set of tensions around the jobs that you can do, where, uh, for example, the working at the weapons store increases your EXP, not even really experience, right? EXP is more about fighting. Church increases your morale by half a point and pays terribly, but is the only place that will really hire you. Uh, if you've gone astray, I know Jessica had that problem. Uh, so it's the only way really to to unastray, destray de yourself, which, um, it, you know, is saying something. Uh, being a maid increases your elegance and decreases nothing. It's actually quite a good job if you're trying to grind that particular skill. That's what I did a lot of. Uh, being a laborer increases stamina and spirit, but decreases elegance and intelligence. Uh, some social commentary there uh, of an unfortunate kind. Uh, and working at the strange bar or the strange inn increases your glamour, uh, but decreases reputation, morale, and spirit. So, dodgy stuff. Um, in the end, I didn't develop any sympathy for Creepy Dad or Cypher Daughter, but it does sound like in later iterations, like uh, Long Live the Queen, they did tune into the idea that the daughter's experience matters and is interesting and valuable to the player, uh, even if you can marry her, which is... Truly horrible. I wish they hadn't done that. Uh, but I can see that the tape is running out, um, and it's time to let this episode that we've raised uh, from childhood go out into the world. Uh, so why don't you tell me, what ending did we get? Saturday, the 29th of October, at 3.18pm. Hey, Pippin. No, no one calls me DVD. You may. You can call me Dave or David. Uh, sometimes I like to point out you can't spell David without AI. So, those are all my cards on the table for you. And I can't say what ending you and I have gotten. Because um, unlike what it sounds like happened in your playthrough, uh, we can't just uh, accelerate time IRL other than uh, living and experiencing it and you know I think like my big final parting thought is I mean I think in a way I mean like Princess Maker Refine <laughs> 2 which is not the one we are playing sort of made a, made a more profound uh, impact on me because there's a good deal of the game that sort of is in the middle of that fulcrum of where I say the, the series winds up and it introduces all these aspects about social capital and uh, I mean it makes me think about you know here we are on our game thing journey and you know where will we be in a year and what can we become uh, after thinking about games in such this manner for uh, however long we are committed to doing it. I mean, it's like, how do we get to the past that we want to leave behind for a present that we want to have become our future? That's my thinking. End of messages. Thank you for calling GameThing. For more information, please hang up and dial GameThing.life. Goodbye.